Well, here we are. Finally, we're recording the next episode of the Legend of Zelda Lorecast, Ariel. We're here. We made it. We survived. Cool. <laughs> uh, you know who else is here with us? A whole bunch of wonderful people. A whole bunch of wonderful people. Our and patrons! A and a mango. Yeah. <laughs> So today, with us, we have Jedi. Oh. We have uh, Mango. I'm the favorite. <laughs> we have Nerdy Biker. What's that? We have Lego. Hey. And we have Blades. How's it going, everybody? You know, I can't get over your voice because when we do Cyberpunk, you almost sound the exact same when you do Dagon. <laughs> 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 I'm like, wait a minute, is he doing Dagon right now? <laughs> to hear uh, more about Dagon, join this. Join the Cyberpunk, to, yeah. Listen to Cyberpunk. Make sure you're over 18, though, because that is definitely not a PG pod. Oh, uh, stuff over there. There's milk. <laughs> there's milk and cookies. <laughs> he went out and got milk. Uh, anyway, so we are here to do our patron chat episode. And today we're going to be talking about our favorite moments in the child timeline. Or favorite, just favorite game in general in the child timeline. Just oh, any your favorites. favorites of the child timeline. Of the child timeline. And yes, before you ask yourself at home, are they going to talk about the games that we haven't gone over yet? Absolutely, yes. Which is two whole games. Link's crossbow training <laughs> and four swords. Four swords, yeah. I mean, four swords point, and Link's go. Patron chat episodes, like why not? Yeah, why not? Let's go. Let's just do it. <laughs> uh, you don't get it unless you're a patron. Oh, goodness. So, anyway, to start us off, who wants to go first? Everyone's going to disagree with mine, so I can go first. <laughs> I literally cannot disagree because I know nothing about Legend of Zelda. I'm here Aww. to learn. That's that's why I'm here too. I, I'm, I'm I fish very hard for memories of my childhood. <laughs> my I, I did a lot of thinking and a lot of remembering <clears throat> when you told us the topic. And I, I I do I have a favorite character. He might he might be genuinely one of my favorite characters in Legend of Zelda. Period. And I don't know if anybody's going to remember him, but it's the bean seller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Just a just a man trying to live off of selling beans. The beans are arguably pretty important, but it was just the fact that he was like, ah, uh, ah, uh, and this is this special bean. Ooh. <laughs> and even as like a three year old, you're like, mm, you're you're full of it, buddy. <laughs> And you get more expensive line. every time you buy one. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're that fool. Okay, we're going to up it by uh, another 100 rupees. Oh, my God. Yay, capitalism. <laughs> that I will say, arguably, alongside that, one of my favorite characters through the child timeline was the banker in Majora's Mask. Yeah. Because... I want to know how he knew, regardless of the time manipulation, how much I had in my account. He stamped your hand. Yeah, but technically speaking, if we time warp, he never actually stamped my hand. 
it stays on you through the warp, so that's how it works, I guess. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> but see, and that's my dilemma is your stamp stays there, but he never actually stamped it. Which means your rupees never actually went into account, which means he's never actually met you. There you go. He doesn't actually know what's in your account. Somehow that man's a magician though and knew everything. You know why? Oh my Plot armor. Plot armor. <laughs> Obviously, it's the power of money. Yeah. Uh, god of money. God of trade. Done. We had three gods in that game. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's true. Deal with it. <laughs> He's just related to Beetle. Uh, yeah. There you go. He's related to Beetle. Beetle's great 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 grandfather. Oh my gosh. Or distant cousin. So, what other moments did we appreciate from the child timeline? All of Majora's mask and the fact that it was completed in like how short of a time period? One, two years. Yeah. One year. Oh, yeah. The completion. Yeah. It was like. And it turned out to be one of the better games in the series. Yeah. Was Ocarina of Time... I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm trying to remember uh, something. The side quests in that game put all of the side quests in every other game to shame. The side quests were the main quests in that game. The funny thing is, every adventure game to date since that came out has been trying to emulate that exact same yeah. kind of styling, but they just end up going straight for the main quests versus side quest kind of thing. Yeah. Nobody can do it but as good as LOZ. I just love how in-depth they all get. And to be made in that short amount of time and for the characters to have the character that they have in that game is just ridiculous. I mean, just like the storyline of, oh, I just forgot their names. The couple where the guy gets turned to the kid. Um, and and like the mm-hmm. whole story they come up with just in that short period of time. Mm-hmm. Evolved and all lost that quest. And Cafe was a completely and totally new character. Mm-hmm. So... That was also the first time in the series that you could play as someone besides Link. You could play, you as, play Cafe as Cafe during the, ta- during the yeah. quest. Oh yeah, you do. It's been for so long since I played. I need to go back and play it again. It's tied for second place with uh, Minish Cap as my favorite in the series. I won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay. On the topic of we're stuck kind of in Majora's Mask right now. So I'm going to ask a question. What did you think of including the Fierce Deity Link? I have actually had mixed responses on this. How did you feel about that being your final overall reward for completing all of the side quests, all the missions, all of that? How did you feel, especially only being able to use it in boss rooms? That was the downside to it because I I hate unlocking the most powerful items in the game at the end of the game. 
Dark Cloud was another example of that. I mean, he was cool to play as. I just wish I could have played as Fierce Duty more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also want more backstory for him. More canon backstory. Yes. Absolutely. Because, like, I've got the mangas, but, you know, they're not canon. Unfortunately. <laughs> so many good ones. I cannot wait mm-hmm. to talk about the mangas on this podcast. That yeah. is, that's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. I think I've gotten you. Have I gotten you all of them? Or oh. I th- mm. have to look. There's a few that I don't have yet. Just a few. I think it's like two or three of them. I've just got the box set that's got them all in it. The one that da 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 da. <laughs> no, this one was a lame box, but I mean, oh. still a box set. Boo. <laughs> I do want that one. Uh, all right, so Lego, what, what were your thoughts on it? See, see, unfortunately, all I have are a bunch of broken and fragmented memories of playing Twilight Princess and fighting the uh, boss Bachoplin on the bridge oh. and using the hookshot to navigate all the stuff in the sky. And that's about all I can really remember. Hey, th- that's okay, because that actually brings me to another question. Because one of my another another favorite part of mine is double hook shots. Yeah, that was it was amazing. <laughs> double hook shots. <laughs> so I don't have to ask the question because it looks like everyone was just as excited as I was when that happened. How about so the spin top? Hmm? How did everybody feel about the spin top? I liked the spin top. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. I don't know if I feel like, but for me, it's felt like you're like on a skateboard. Beyblade. It's for me. <laughs> <laughs> Let like rip. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did. I don't know, Ariel. How did you feel about it? The spin top. Meh. You were mad about the spin top? Yeah. Meh. I know. What about the double hook shots? Meh again? Meh. It just makes me want a Tony Link's underground. It <laughs> <laughs> is so far apart from The Legend of Zelda. Yeah, but like a Tony Hawk game where you play as Link just riding the Beyblade. I like Tony Link. Tony Link. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Link is the new Link. That's a t-shirt now. That's wow. a t-shirt. Tony Link. <laughs> just just put him kick-flipping the Beyblade. <laughs> <laughs> That's the official name for it, by the way. It's Tony not Link? the spin top. It's the Beyblade. The Beyblade. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my, I think my favorite part of that game, though, was the reintroduction of the magical armor. I was uh, stoked for that. I, I wasn't a huge fan of it in that one. Really? Yeah. Never used it. I used it a couple of times in my playthroughs. Like I, I used it once or twice just to just to use it to say that I did, but like for the most part, I just kind of forgot that I had it. 
I used it because it looked the coolest. That is the only reason I used it. (laughs) My link always have to be styling. Okay, that's (laughs) how I play my games. Ocarina Time Link always wore the red tunic. He be styling. (laughs) What do you mean I have to go to the water temple and wear the blue tunic? I didn't sign up for this. We're wearing the red tunic. Uh, uh, so I guess I, I'm so glad I'm not the only one who was worried about the styling of my link. Uh, yeah, red tunic's the only tunic. <laughs> the only tunic that matters. Uh, so all right, mods. Then you get the uh, gold yeah. tunic. Yeah, that. Yeah, okay. So Lego. What what what's a favorite moment for you then? Since you're more of a Twilight princess, I really enjoyed how frustrating it made me feel to try to navigate all of the stuff up in the sky, just because it was like I was really young, <clears throat> which is why I don't remember a whole lot. But it was also super fun finding, you know, random chests and having to use hook shots to go all over the place. Also, that was one of the better dragon fights in the series. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember fighting the dragon. You didn't, dude. I was like seven. Spider Man. It's been almost twenty <laughs> years since I played this game. Spider Link, tell me that. High school. Oh crap! Were we, I think we were in high school too. No, you were. I was. I think you graduated. I remember it was middle school or high school. I remember Ocarina of Time coming out being the first Zelda game I remember coming out when I was young. Yeah. Ocarina or um, Twilight Princess, I think, came out in two thousands. Like two thousand two, I think. Two thousand. Think it was to be to be noted. Right when I was like middle school, high school. To be noted. Nineteen November nineteenth, two thousand six. Yeah, it was right before my birthday. Two thousand and six. Hmm. Is this yep. what I got for my birthday present? I was 2006, a junior. You were a sophomore. Yep. See, I was in high school. It was my birthday present. I was a junior as well. Ha <laughs> uh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I can officially say I have been alive too long too long Same. I have been alive for every single Legend of Zelda game released except for the original what year was the original the original was released in 86 oh I was almost almost so close so close (laughs) Yep, the original Legend of Zelda game was released in 1986, and then all the other ones I was alive for. I've been alive for every one of them except for one. Uh, (laughs) It's a great thing that you don't look like you're a day over 25. Oh, so thank you. Thank you. It's my skincare routine. Okay, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send us to mid-break, and when we come back... I actually want to change gears a little bit if everybody's ready. I want to talk about where we think the series is going to go from here. Because we know they are not going to be coming out with any DLC 
for Tears of the Kingdom. But they've already been working on a new game. So I'm interested to hear what everybody's thoughts are. So when we come back from mid-break, that is exactly where we're going to head. Well, here we are in the middle of the episode. Ariel? Yep. You know what time it is? Um, it is 8.22. No. Uh, yeah. No. Look. 8.22. It's time to thank our patrons. <laughs> Supplemental in here. Oh, I did forget that. <sighs> I'm not worthy. No, you're not. <laughs> All right. Who is? Who is? Our patron. Oh, well, it's good for them, I guess. (laughs) But we do need to thank them. So let's thank our patrons. So we have to thank our golden goddess level patrons. (gasps) Nerdy Biker. That's good. Jeremy Kelly. Kex. Which we haven't heard from Kex in a while. We need to have Kex back. (laughs) Maple Flapjacks. And Tyler Witzel. And then we have to thank our Hyrule Royalty patrons. Uh, Lego. What's good? What's good? <laughs> Hylian Riot. Nightfall. And then we have to thank our Sheikah level patrons. Foil Grimmere. Jedi. What up? Solid me boy. That one threw me off for a minute. Stormer 858. The Seven Sins. I have officially invaded every single Patreon. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> <laughs> the Tangle Factor 85. Venomous Duck. We are Legion. Wolf Warrior 1869. And then our Kokiri patrons. Austin J. Milner. Finn Richens. Jumanji. Megalithic. And Nebula Echo. And Preston Balagad. And, of course, Remington Cloutier. And then we have to thank our fairy patrons, Alan Morgado, Christopher Green, Din- oh, this one's going to get me, Dinlinel, Din, oh, it's Din Lionel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's Din Lionel. <laughs> uh, Doug Leamy, Hero of Time, and Rainbow Marvel. So thank you to our patrons. I butcher your names and I apologize, but I will learn them and I will still love you. (laughs) I know I'm a special boy. (laughs) Yes. Thank you patrons. We do greatly appreciate it. And we greatly appreciate you listeners because without you, you, we wouldn't have a show where Aaron butchers everything. Yeah, but it's okay. You know what I can't butcher? Meat. Meat. (laughs) I am not a butcher. We have to read some reviews from Spotify. You ready for this? I've been neglecting our Spotify listeners, and I feel so bad. So this first one, this is on our episode 50 patron chat maps. First one comes to us from AshNC83. New episode, thank you! 
I'm trying to join an esports team, and sadly, LOZ is not an esport, but it should be. Speedrun LOZ, let's go. Petition for esport. <laughs> but thank you for your new episode. Next one comes to us from Aaron Stana. Wonderful. 10 stars. Also, I am from Norway. P.S. What is your favorite mountain in Zelda? Let's go. What do you got? Favorite mountain? Well, Death Mountain. I was going to say, it's death. It's definitely Death Mountain for me. <laughs> it's always Death Mountain. <laughs> Next one comes from us to us from Majora's Descendant. Great pod. You guys are the best. I have a theory that Breath of the Wild is in one timeline. Like on its own? Hmm. Goes on to say Hyrule Warriors is in another timeline, which we do know that Hyrule Warriors is in a timeline where time shenanigans are uh, afoot. And the Breath of the Wild that the champions were taken out of in Hyrule Warriors is the last timeline. Oh, so you're saying there's three timelines from all the shenanigans in Hyrule Warriors. Okay. I could see that, actually. Second timeline split confirmed. (laughs) Three timeline split confirmed. Uh, We'll have to explore that in an episode. We get to Hyrule Warriors. I can't wait for that. Because that means we're in Breath of the Wild territory. I cannot wait. (laughs) So the next one comes to us from Dogs and Zelda. That's right up your alley, Ariel. I you won't let me have more dogs, so I can let you have more Zelda though. Have Why me. do you need more dogs? <laughs> start naming your dog Zelda. Yeah, they're reaching no, wait, a point no. where I start naming no. their dogs after numbers. This is one. <laughs> this is two. <laughs> there is such thing as too many dogs. <laughs> so I this promise. says. <laughs> says oh my god i love y'all's podcast i really appreciate the lore and it has helped it has helped me so much while playing games yes i need a way to breathe oh see i still messed this up i thought i couldn't but i did p.s i need way more breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom stuff please i think we can arrange that what do you think yep Mm. the next one comes to us from they call me they call me Rex. That threw me off. <laughs> Best podcast ever. It is my therapy. I play a little bit of Zelda, then listen to your podcast. It really helps me, and I must thank you. You're welcome. That, that The name threw me off, though. <laughs> the last one comes to us from Seth. Great episode, lots of fun with some awesome discussions. <gasps> That's you guys. <sighs> you guys got compliments too. <laughs> I always get compliments. Oh, okay, all right. I don't. I don't see any podcast Spotify reviews on Warhammer Lorecast yet. There, Mango. Well, advertise better. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so there's our reviews. Are we ready for some news and merch? Yep. Let's go. All right. Link. Jedi Link. You got something for me? Yes. You got well, that good, good. What I really want to share was this candle that was the Deku mask. I thought it'd be great for the trial timeline, but they sold out of it. So I brought the Hyrule Crest one because it's got the family, the crest, and then you can go to the back of it. It's got the Triforce on it. Ooh. But it, 
It's really cool. It's by Glow City Candles. And it's really cool if you go to the Instagram, they show them making the candles and carving it all out. So, really pretty candles on there. Ooh. Actually, I've heard of Glow City Candles before, and they do really good work. Yeah. Ooh, I like it, this. <laughs> and it's not bad for a handcrafted candle either. Mm-mm. 50 bucks for a handcrafted candle. That's not bad. Yeah, and it's nice because apparently it only melts so far down, so you can put like a like a tea light or a LED down the center still get the glow. <gasps> oh, that's even better. To have? I can has? <laughs> <laughs> I think they also got the Breath of the Wild bomb and a choo-choo. Oh, we need a choo-choo. You said Breath of the Wild Bomb, and I immediately just thought of, like, somebody having dog slobber in a water balloon. (laughs) Breath of the Wild Bomb? Oh, my gosh. That's just where my mind went. (laughs) This man is wild. I think he also had the Sheikah crushed as well. See, this is good. You got got a variety of selections here for candles, everybody. I like this one. This one's this one's good. I really wish they had the Deku mask though. I know I want that one so much. That would have been so cool. Oh boy. All right. Well, we'll definitely have the link for, in the show notes for that one because I'm gonna be buying that. So it's definitely going to link so I can find it later. Uh, <laughs> I want the bomb. You want the bomb? Okay, we'll get the bomb. Not a sentence I'm comfortable coming out of Ariel's mouth. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think seven for would a bum know. Cyberpunk for so long. It's yeah, just the, out. <laughs> the big bald man in the sky wouldn't give Octane bombs. So. Yeah, because I know what you do with them. Anyway, Mango, what do you got? <laughs> I've got. Uh, who here likes spending money? Me. Me. Yeah. Uh, it depends. <laughs> Well, too bad because <laughs> apparently the eBay thing I had pulled up went away because somebody took so long getting this show started. <laughs> so now I have to find something else. You're welcome. Uh, Legend of Zelda Oracle of Seasons. Nintendo Game Boy Color circa 2001 is currently on bid for $385. <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> Actually, I have no idea what Oracle of Seasons is. <gasps> it's Goodness. not Oracle of Ages. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's also, it's also not Ocarina of Time. It's also yeah. not Four Swords Adventures. It's definitely not. Well, see, I had something Ocarina of Time pulled up and ready to go. It was a two thousand dollar Game Boy Color that was complete with the the camera that you slid in the back, and it was all skinned from Ocarina of Time. But the bid went away because it only lasted for an hour and I found it, you guessed it, an hour and a half ago. (laughs) (laughs) So now I've got this. (laughs) (laughs) Leave it to you to find something on eBay that's going to go away before we get the show recording done. You said we only had an hour to do it when there was 57 (laughs) minutes left. (laughs) 
You can't blame me for this. Oh my gosh. All right, Nerdy Biker, what do you got? Uh, Warhammer minis. No, nope. oh, you mean merch. Wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I actually brought a couple things. Uh, looking at Jedi Link made me think of this other one. Uh, so <laughs> if you'll remember a while back, I brought up Master Sword lightsabers. Okay. Yes. So I've got a link here for the saber trade on Facebook. They don't actually have a shop. Apparently, you can only reach them through Facebook or personal message. And I can't exactly give a price because they're all different. But if you click on the link and look, they do have pictures of the Master Sword lightsaber that they make. And it's kind of cool. It's PG. Uh, It's really cool. And I want one. So, since I can't give much more information than that, I also brought something that I actually have. And it is a two by three foot. It's a flag that looks like the box for Ocarina of Time. And it's actually pretty nice. Like, I've had mine for a while, and it's not faded or anything. It's right in the sun because it's next to the window. Still looks like the day I bought it. It's got the Nintendo seal of approval and everything. And last I checked, it was only $13 even. Yep, $13 even with $4 shipping. Yep. So all around, even price. I found that one specifically for Ariel. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I can personally attest to this one. Do you know how long patrons spend looking for even numbers just to make you happy? That's why they're great. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) We got $50. We got a nice even $13. And then Mango with his weird one. (laughs) Now I've got to go out of my way to find something that's not priced good. You should just do one that's like one, two, three. That's my dream is to find one that's like one, two, three, four. (laughs) Hundred and twenty three dollars and forty five cents. Yeah, I'm gonna purposely have, make something on the on our online store. I didn't have it. very much time to look for things. <laughs> Got it. Oh, <laughs> you found it. Legend of Zelda Link figure, Ocarina of Time. It's rare, still in the box, brand new. Uh, circa Joy uh, from Joyride, circa two thousand and two, one thirty five thirty seven. <laughs> She's giving you glares. That's that's my heart good. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, well that brings us to Lego. Lego, what do you bring for us today? Uh, honestly, I bring something super cool. Uh, it's a pillowcase with some really <laughs> awesome uh, Wolf Link and Midna art on it. It's so cute. It's it. just adorable. Uh, it, it is it is on Etsy by Apocalypse Art. Um, it says twenty plus dollars. I'm not sure where exactly that comes comes in, but uh, the reviews are pretty good. It looks super adorable. 
And if you, if you need a pillowcase, you should go check it out soon. They've got five left, and apparently there's two in carts. Ariel, they also do corgi butt mouse pads. They do. I want one. It's, it's amazing. Send me a link to that. <laughs> <laughs> Send me a link. Uh, uh, so that brings us to none other than the Blades of the Seven. What do you have for us today? Well, this is my first time being in this chat, so I have no idea what people might have brought forward already. (laughs) It's cool. If you bring it double, it's fine. (laughs) But for your consideration, I have brought a breakable, smashable rupee pot. Oh, yes! For $75, you two can get your... It's magnetic, so you can break it and just put it back together again. It comes with rupees. Um, it's made by Classy Goat. Um, I found this on Etsy. There's only four left. But the reviews for this are top of the charts. Everything's five star. So people are really enjoying this. They love breaking the rupee pots. <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> Anybody who can't make the yeah! sound. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I will say we've had one on here before. However, yeah. it's not been from them, and you had to pay extra to get the rupees. This comes with three rupees, green, red, and blue, and it has the magnetic breakable pot. Honestly, this one's a little bit more affordable, so I think this one's the better one of the two. So, yeah, actually, this one's we've we've had breakable pots on here before, but this one, I think, is probably one of the better ones we've had because it comes as a package deal, too. So that's pretty nice. I like that one. I like it. So, Ariel, what did you bring for us today? Don't tell me you're bringing Kukiri Boo. <laughs> Not just any. <laughs> the golden poo. Oh, you got the golden kakiri poo. <laughs> oh my! Oh yeah, it's I mean technically they're kokiri, but you know. So right. <laughs> what I've brought is the korok. You found me korok egg decor. So there are nine different types of koroks in this egg, and also the golden poo. Oh my gosh. So this comes from Etsy from resin art YPC shop. And it's a resin egg, a size of three and a half inches tall, 4.7 inches with the stand and two and a half inches wide. And when you order this, they sell it you get a random Korok when you buy it for sixty-seven thirty-two, And it's the same price for just the Golden Poo. You get all styles, all nine of the different Koroks for $502.20. And you get the Golden Poo thrown in for free. And just remember, listeners, it's got to be a quality product if Ariel is advertising it and it's not an even number. 
There is a specific <laughs> reason because it's the golden poo. And I <laughs> See? said I See? will just ignore the 32 cents for poop. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Well, uh, I also brought uh, some resin art some, here. Some golden poo. I didn't bring golden poo this time. No, what I brought was uh, the Master Sword with a Silent Princess Flower Nightlight Resin Wood Desk Decor. So what we have is similar to what you brought, except mine is a nightlight slash headphone holder. You can use it as a headphone holder, too. Um, it is... Basically, the master sword pierced into what looks like a grassy hillside with a silent princess flower blooming next to it. It's really, really cool, and I want one for my desk. <laughs> I might need one. It's so cool looking. It's so, so cool, cool looking. And each one of them is a unique design, uh, the creator said. Uh, each one, None of them are exactly like the other similar but not exactly alike um he they also have and this is also from resin art ypc shop uh they also have the i want to say the goddess statue yeah goddess statue you can also get in a similar design as a nightlight slash headphone holder so same shop <laughs> this one however a lot higher price $107.10. Still not bad, though. Yeah. Out of 10 worth. Bonus, 10% off right now, because it's normally $119 even. But it's 10% off right now because of the October sales. But the sale ends October 11th. So for you who are not patrons, you probably won't get to this before the sale ends. But our patrons will get to hear this early. And uh, you'll get there before the sale ends. <laughs> I do really need a headphone stand. Uh, I'm just saying. Me Pretty too. Nice one. Pretty nice one. <laughs> uh, I just kind of toss mine on the desk right now. Yeah. Oh, no. Yep. Uh, that, we, hey, listen, mine just goes right here. And then my chair arm grabs my headphone cable and then yanks it on the floor. And I'm like, oh, no. yeah. Uh, I, I swore I'd never go wireless until I bought these. Never. I'm just cheap with headphones. Hmm. Spent over a hundred uh, bucks on these. <laughs> <laughs> that was on sale. Oh no. So uh gonna shift gears here a little bit towards the end of this mid-break. Uh want to give a huge shout out to Kev the Dev from the game A Day Out. We just got done streaming this. Uh Mango can attest. Just Good got time. done stream streaming this on our scream streams. If you're not 18 or older, you, sorry, you can't hang out with us in our scream streams. Um, but uh, a day out is a multiplayer game that you can get on Steam right now. It's twelve dollars and ninety nine cents. It's really cool. You are hunting cryptid monsters uh, as a team of four, and it has Fortnite like style graphics. It's kind of like a mystery combined with a hunting style game. It's really cool. Uh, and they are currently actively going in and doing bug repairs and stuff all the time, constantly developing it. 
And right now they're doing getting ready to launch a Halloween event here soon. So definitely recommend go playing it. We had a lot of fun playing it, even with the bugs. The bugs made it even just even more funny. There was no game breaking stuff. It was just hilarious. So it is still worth a checkout. Not expensive for a game. It's definitely worth a checkout. If you do go check it out, just tell them Bumbling Force sent you. So they know. Um, Because we did promise we were going to advertise for them because it was such a good game and we get nothing out of it. So we just want to let them know that we did support them. You know, we held our end of the bargain. We promised. We kept our promise. (laughs) But uh, on that note, if you're 18 or older, come join us this month, October, for our Scream streams. Uh, Mango, myself, Blades, Daniel, uh, and... Mark I said that with a question but it's definitely Mark uh, Mark and our friend Grim we're all streaming uh, different horror games this month in honor of October currently so when this episode drops our next stream will be let's see here we are streaming Forsake Ghost Watchers and then that is on Wednesday at 8.30 Central and then we will be streaming on Saturday at nine. We'll be streaming Project Winter and Project Playground. So, and those are actually a couple games that you might be able to join us to play if you so choose. So, yeah, you can join us. The links are in the show notes below for our Twitch channels. Uh, mine is Almighty Crit. Mango, what you got? Neck and Mango 33. There you go. And uh, Blades, you have one as well. And the seven blades, seven is a number. Seven is a number. (laughs) So yeah, go hang out with us there. Anyway, that's all the news I have to drop. I'm not cool enough to have a Twitch. Not yet. You're on your way. (laughs) It'd help if you had a computer. (laughs) Uh, Poor Ariel. I think the patrons all need to chip in to buy Ariel a computer. That is way too much money. It's not that much. I can build it. What? Why does everybody know how to build a computer all of a sudden? <laughs> I've, it's, it's I've just been shocky. in computer hardware since I was 16, bro. It's not that hard. I mean, I'll break it. <laughs> you might be the, the answer. Hardware is the easy part. It's the software issues that I have issues with. <laughs> all right, Ariel, you want to do us an outro for our... Uh, Sponsors? Mm, no. Oh, okay. They don't have any sponsors anymore. No. Oh. Okay. I could, I could do the sponsors. Oh, oh. Challenge accepted. Let's go. All right, Lego. You're gonna do our sponsors. Okay. Okay. So, you have uh, to say this. you have to say the lines, or uh, Ariel will get mad. Yeah, she will. She got mad at me. <laughs> There's specific lines. She says the same joke every time. How have you not noticed? Oh well, I mean, I mean, I'm personally still waiting on on an ocarina battle between Aaron and Ariel. Like it, it hasn't happened yet. What's going on there? I'll tell you outside the and podcast. Speaking speaking of ocarinas, if you are musically inclined or musically interested, or just want a nice desk piece, head on over to STL Ocarina. They're a great site. They've got a bunch of different LOZ themed ocarinas on top of uh, they've got Star Wars. Um, and several other just generic kinds. Super cool site. Super cool people. 
and then if you're interested in having all of the dice like the little dice goblins that you all are you should absolutely head on over to fanworld.com they've got all sorts of different kinds of dice from wooden to epoxy to metal and even some with little rolling dragon eyes on the inside super cool super cool i'm planning on buying myself some as soon as they're back in stock so should head over there check them out uh, I don't remember any of the coupon codes for either of these things. I will be honest. <laughs> What's our coupon code for STL Ocarina, Ariel? LOZ Lord 10. Save yourself 10% off in Ocarina and Almighty C10, which is ALL Mighty, the letter C and 10, and save yourself 10% off a pin roll. There you go. There you go. Plus, the line he was saying is you have to whistle on over to STL and roll on over to Fanduel. <laughs> Told you. C, C, My bad. C. My bad. Not everything else was great, though. Everything else was great. Uh, but we have more sponsors. We do. What? We have more. New sponsors. <gasps> okay, okay. I don't know about these ones. That's my bad. So, switch on over to Nixie Gaming. Use our promo code. LZ lore and save yourself 10% off switch accessories they have docking stations cables cases everything you could possibly need for your switch and their new thing which is the gamecube controller i have Ooh. it's great it's awesome so use our promo code LZ lore and save yourself 10% off your purchase and then while you're at it, you can just stealth on over to the Cloak and Dagger company on Etsy and save our, yourself 10% off by using our promo code LOZLORE10 and save yourself 10% off. They have cloaks and tunics and caps and just really awesome stuff. But no daggers. Still waiting on daggers. Dice bags! You should definitely do the, the like scale mail ones. I do not have the patience for scale mail. <laughs> <laughs> I barely have the patience for leather. And then zoom on over to W Energy. W Energy. There we go. I was waiting for it. <laughs> Use our promo code FUMBLING4, which is FUMBLING and the number 4, and save yourself 10% off energy drinks. They have, like, the tubs. Uh, you know, I always laugh every time I say the same. Dub sludge. <laughs> I've had dub sludge. It's genuinely delicious. <laughs> what does it taste like? What do you think it tastes like? Sludge. Happiness. It does. I, I want to say it is actually the apple one, and it was pretty. It, like it, it came through very clear. It was. It was good stuff. Ten out of ten. Do recommend. I think Daniel said tar. Yeah, there's one that's. Tar. I've got. No, I've got three. I've got three oh. more flavors. I can bring them real quick. Hang on. Oh. I've got Galaxy Grenade. Dragonade. Oh, sorry. Galaxy Grenade is supposed to be like a watermelon guava and lime explosion dragonade which is dragon fruit and pink strawberry lemonade beach and peach which is mango white peach cooler that's gotta be mango's favorite 
I actually haven't had this one yet. <laughs> Probably will. But I have, uh, these are supposed to be their jitterless energy blend. And I will say, I definitely, it's not like drinking a monster. It's not like where you're just all of a sudden twitchy and you want to get up and go. It's, uh, I felt awake. And then when it was over, I felt no longer, I was just, I was just right back to being tired. There wasn't like an actual crash. You could just, it definitely wore off which is very nice for somebody like me who has an office job and doesn't want to pass out their chair. The best part is each one of these tubs has 30 servings and the approximate cost of each serving is a dollar per drink. You are paying less for this than you are an energy drink. And it's, it it does way better for you. Biker. What? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they've got tons of different flavors tons so Michael it's just missed half that conversation yeah. we can tell <laughs> i will say they had a deal going on right now they are completely sold out of it but they were doing five tubs for 150 bucks which is not bad when you count each one of these tubs is 40 bucks not bad That's actually for deals. really good uh-huh uh, I had a chance to talk to the creator of W2, and the whole premise behind creating W was to give cleaner, healthier energy drinks for people like us, gamers and nerds, uh, because Monster just ain't doing it. <laughs> I mean, Monster so, gave my best friend a heart attack at the ripe age of 19, so. Yeah, no, no, you need to switch ASAP. ASAPy. So, uh,. What's that promo code, Mango? Fumbling four, spelled with the number four. So with that being said, I think it's time for us to go to the end of the episode and discuss some uh, where we going theories. Well, here we are at the end of the episode, Ariel. Line. It's awful indie in here. Could you use it in a sentence? Here we are at the end of the episode. Uh, I know. It's, it's awful Indian here. <laughs> you said use it in a sentence. This is your fault. I wish like the listeners could see my face. <laughs> I mean, I mean, to be fair, that felt awful middling. Yeah. <laughs> Indian here? Yeah! <laughs> and we don't mean the developers. <laughs> so, speaking of developers, where do we think the Legend of Zelda series is going to go next? We've had places. Tears of the Kingdom. Places. <laughs> We've had Tears of the Kingdom where we got new abilities, new sights to see, definitely some major developments to some time travel. Uh, some actual acknowledgments in time travel and how it affects the future. We've had a lot go on in Tears of the Kingdom, and we've even had a lot go on in Breath of the Wild, the introduction of open world, the introduction of new gaming mechanics, you know, new, I should say, new elements to old gaming mechanics, such as weaponry, such as, uh, you know, gliding even had new mechanics to an old style. All of this introduced in two games 
that just came out in the last couple of years. This is incredible, but it leaves us all pandering and wondering what's next. Pondering. Pondering. That's what I said. I said to pondering. <laughs> it is. It leaves us pondering and wondering what's next. So I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts. What do you think's next from the series? Hopefully dungeons. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, they got a whole lot better with Tears of the Kingdom, but dungeons are still such a core component if you think of the Legend of Zelda series. So they got to have good basis of dungeons in it for me to enjoy a Zelda game. And and I want to see on top of the dungeons more dragons. <laughs> Literally, I knew on somebody top was going to say dungeons. it. I knew someone <laughs> was going to say it. I'm terrible. D&D. I know. Oh, gosh. Okay, so yeah. dungeon mechanics. Ariel, I want to pitch something to you. You were talking about puzzle mechanics. When? Well, you were. We were playing Tears of the Kingdom, and you said you wish there were more puzzle mechanics to the game. Oh, no, I just, it was the whole, there was way more combat in the shrines than the puzzles. Mm. Okay. I love puzzles. I'm a sucker for puzzles, so give me all of them. Well, I mean, and honestly, the Legend of Zelda series has been known for its dungeons and its puzzles (laughs) for years. I was so hoping you were going to say dungeons and dragons. And puzzles. (laughs) I mean, they have been known for the dragons too. Let's be honest. <laughs> but no, okay. So I bring that up because it goes into the dungeon aspects of what you brought up, Jedi. We we kind of took away from what we had before with our puzzles and with our dungeons. And yes, you can argue. Well, that's what the shrines were. They were dungeons and puzzles. There were many puzzles and many dungeons. But like Ariel pointed out, there was a whole lot more combat puzzles than there were actual puzzles and the same thing with the dungeons they felt like a room in a dungeon they did not feel like a dungeon itself when you walked into these shrines so we kind of got robbed of that in the last couple you know couple years with the Legend of Zelda series I mean I kind of like especially like ordering a time where you had the whole kind of puzzle theme throughout the whole dungeons even though it may have just evolved around that whatever <laughs> item you got in there it just seems like it had a better overarching theme through the whole dungeon temple thing than how they're kind of all split up in breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom yeah see that brings up what i want is i want dungeon items back like yeah, the abilities and stuff are cool, but I, I, I like my hook shots. I like my boomerangs that don't break. I, you know, I, I want that stuff back because that's what made it fun was the progression. Yeah, I think it would be really great to see instead of getting all of your abilities in the very beginning of the game, basically, yeah, grabbing stuff as you go as you as you come to need it rather than you know you explore half the map and then you go around and you're finding other shrines and all of a sudden oh what am i supposed to be using here 
Bring back the Beyblade. It's dead. It's never coming back. Leave it dead. <laughs> no. And while I'm at it, bring back the ball and chain. Okay, I want to shift gears a little bit and ask you, what do you think they are actually going to do when it comes to the styling mechanics moving forward? Now, what I mean by that is not necessarily the art, but the design. So, you know, Tears of the King, or, well, yeah, Tears of the Kingdom, a Majora's Mask, and Twilight Princess had this more dark, eerie aspect kind of design to it. And the rest of the games had this kind of cheery, more upbeat kind of designs. Which design do you think they're going to stick with, if any of these designs, moving forward? It seems like lately they've been leaning more towards the darker style, except for the remakes. Which, honestly, that's kind of what I'm expecting next is another remake. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they come up with another remake game pretty soon than a yeah. new game. Yeah, because I've noticed that's kind of what they've been doing to bridge the gaps between games is they'll release a remake. Uh, last one was what Link's Awakening. Yes. Yeah. So, would I be disappointed in that? No. I like the old games. <laughs> I like all of them, but uh, I yeah, I, I I think that they're gonna stick more with the. I, I want to say darker, but the last two games haven't been as dark. They've still had that kind of dark aspect to them. I don't know, just because I played both Legend of Zelda and Mario, it seems like they've gone. A little bit more darker with Legend of Zelda while they've kept Mario very light. So I'm wondering if they, how that's how they divide the producers. If you want to do the light carefree, you go Mario. If you want to do darker, you're going to go Legend of Zelda. So that's why we're seeing more darker Zelda games. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, especially like with the whole theming of Legend of Zelda. No. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's what I'm seeing based off of the games we're seeing Nintendo itself put out. Right. What I would like to see more of is them combining these elements like they did in Tears of the Kingdom. Mm -hmm. I feel like they did a good blending, not the best blending they could have, but a good blending of both lightheartedness and darker aspects of the Legend of Zelda series. Yeah, because um, the scene where uh, um, where you get shot out of the tower the first time, it reminded me of the scene where in Wind Waker, where Tetra kind of shoots you out of the canyon, like, what's going on? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I said, they, 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 they could have had a few more lighthearted moments, I feel. Mm -hmm. But the game itself, I think, I feel like the game might have been sacrificing a little bit if had it gone more lightheartedness. Hmm. So the darker, the more darker direction for Tears of the Kingdom was definitely a plus. I feel like they did it right there. But I would have liked to seen maybe maybe a handful of more, you know, comedical moments. What do you think? Uh, you know, I like dark. <laughs> I'm a dark girl. Give me dash I like the dark girl. 
you know, I can't speak for as to why I feel this way, but I feel like they might move in a more hopeful direction, if that makes sense. Where, like, things are bad, but there's, like, clearly a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. I feel like whichever way they go, they're going to take it to an extreme. Well, and I'm I'm interested that you in that you said that because I believe the next game coming in the series. So, if you look at the trends, more often than not in the newer games, it's been focused on the deities. Mm-hmm. A lot of heavy focus has been on the deities. <clears throat> I feel like this new game that we're going to get is going to be geared towards deity. Like, we're not going to deal with the old big be a bad evil guy, you know, random evil guy or Ganondorf. They're going to be there, but we're going to have a more, I feel like, more overlapping issue with deities. I feel like, especially since Ganondorf in the newest game was the Demon King, you know, deity of the demons. I feel like we're going to start heading more into deity territory. We may actually finally get to be involved with the golden goddesses or some of these hinted at deities throughout the, you know, mask deity. No, beetle. Beetle! Beetle! <laughs> I feel like we're going to, the next game in the series is going to gear us more towards that. And I feel like we may get another two parter game. I mean, there's a good possibility, especially with the the massive success of of Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Even though they didn't initially intend for it to be two parts, with how it wound up being, they could most certainly. It's a possibility that they bring it out intentionally this time. Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel like it would be best done with part one being kind of like issues on the you know on the material plane for lack of better words you know issues in Hyrule like oh we have our big bad evil guy we have Ganondorf we have you know we've got um, oh gosh why can't I remember his name Hikori big bad guy Vati Vati yes thank you We've got Vati. We got, you know, some big evil entity we've dealt with before. The first game, we deal with that. But towards the end of the first game, we start to get more of a hierarching. Oh, no, there's actually been deity intervention here. So now we've got to go deal with some deities. Which will introduce. Well, now we have to go talk to the golden goddesses or now we have to talk to Hylia. Hylia, not not just reincarnation of Zelda. Hylia, we got to go talk to actual you know, so maybe there may be some time warping shenanigans. We got to go all the way back. You know, I don't know. I'd like to see some of this. I'd like to explore more of our unexplored territory. There's even the possibility that they do like create a, a physical ending of the cycle. Where instead of we go back in time to visit Hylia, they put her back into her goddess status. Mm hmm. I feel like a full end, though, won't happen. I don't think they're going to 
end Zelda and end Link. I feel like we'll get a ending we feel is definitive, much like we got in Tears of the Kingdom. You know, we felt like that was the end. But then they're going to bring it back. I feel like that's what they would do because they're not going to kill their cash cow. Of course not. Everybody so, likes money. Yeah. And we want more product. Also see them doing a whole kind of remaking of some of the stuff because you do have these younger producers taking charge of it now. So they don't have maybe the same hangups as the old guys. They like, hey, people expect this. And so who knows where they might go with it just because they don't have that voice in their head saying, no, we have to do it this way. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts, Ariel? You're talking about all the deities and everything. My head, I was thinking like, oh yeah, okay, golden goddesses, whatever. No, the deities is Beetle, the happy mass salesman, Impa. Oh. You know. Give me my imp. <laughs> and I suppose tingle for you. Tingle. Tingle, tingle. Yes. Let's go. Uh, well, does anybody have any other thoughts they'd like to share? They could bring more definition to the fierce deity. Mm-hmm. I would like mm-hmm. that very much. Especially with all the, all the teasing and pushing at it in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Especially Tears of the Kingdom. Especially Tears of the Kingdom. <clears throat> mm-hmm. they like made the way it. they enshrined it, all the pieces of the armor and whatnot. I told Ariel when that happened, they made it canon. They made Fair Deity Link canon. Because before it was very ambiguous, you know, with Majora's Mask events being like a warped reality kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Enshrining that mask and the armor and the sword the way they did, they made it canon. So I want to see where they were headed with that. I want to see how they were making it canon and yeah, what it all means. They could bring us back in time because of how far forward the news games are. They could bring us back to whenever all of those events originally happened and we could play that in real time maybe mm-hmm. or we're going to get something completely unrelated to anything that's been happening so far don't give me another yeah. timeline crisis at times <laughs> introducing the seventh timeline <laughs> <laughs> or introducing a new timeline split well they kind of already done that with Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity and mm-hmm. Uh, the actual Breath of the Wild events, they've already given us a timeline split. And Nintendo finally came out and said Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is canon, kinda. So I know they're going to do something with that. But I think they're going to use that for more of their Dynasty Wars style games. I I think that's kind of where they're branching that into. Like, we're going to do Dynasty Warrior style stuff over here. And then we're going to do normal Legend of Zelda stuff over here. We're going to give our, both genre fans their own little worlds to live in. Mm-hmm. They'll be canon to one another in a way. I feel like that's what they're going to do with that. But yeah, we could get a whole other timeline split, which I'm not a fan of. I, it's so hard to keep track of. I'm done. Stop it. 
well, anyway. Or maybe a legitimate timeline convergence. Clean everything see, up. I don't I don't want that either. I don't want that either. Because then it becomes even more convoluted than what it already is. Ow. Welcome or or uh, take. We could get Linkle. Linko! <laughs> pew 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 pew. <laughs> I just feel With like Prince Zelda. Prince Zelda. See, there we go. I'm I'm wanting this. I feel like if you take and you try to combine everything, it's gonna become very convoluted. Excuse me. Take for example in Breath of the Wild when they just kind of DLC dropped everything from old games or Amiibo dropped everything, I should say, from old games. Mm-hmm. You played the game of what's canon, what's not. And you just yeah. fish in a barrel at this point. And then in Tears of the Kingdom when they dropped and said, oh, these are like they basically made monuments or, you know, chests or, you yeah, know, specific areas for certain things. Stories. Yeah, they gave items stories in the world. You were like, okay, these things are canon. These things are just here. You know, that was cool, but then there were still things left out from other games. So I feel like that's where it's going to become very convoluted and mm. cause issues trying to merge everything. I mean, there's always the possibility that some things were just lost with time. I mean, mm. that's kind of the excuse they give for half the stuff in Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. When we don't know, just lost the time. <laughs> don't look behind the curtain, guys. <laughs> I mean, do you believe they could clean it up and make it converge effectively? Yeah. I mean, look at all of their stories. Look at how deep they've gone in with everything. I have. I fully believe they could be able to make it converge smoothly they're geniuses they really are I mean I believe they could but it would take a long time to do a long time oh, no, several plot games. twists <laughs> I mean, we're just going to get remade Wanda Gamelon and Faces of Evil don't you wish that evil upon us <laughs> you get out right now I am refunding your money right now <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day really though it's all about good storytelling mm-hmm <laughs> whatever you get as long as it's good I think that's what all of us care about it's Zelda so whether it's good or not we're gonna love it and Wanda Gamble on this you see <laughs> I give you two examples of nope <laughs> maybe even a third me, princess <laughs> there it is back there it is tablets <laughs> Oh gosh. Well, I think that is all the time we have for today. So, thank you all for listening. And before we go, I have to drop that lovely merch store again because if I don't, I'll be beat up by everyone here at the Fumbling Four. If you want to head on over, check out some of the merch we have for sale. We've got new stuff coming out. Uh, should be pretty regular here coming soon. Uh, but right now, head on over to fumblingforstore.com. That is fumbling, the number four, store.com. And check out some of the merch items we have there. We've got things from pillows, blankets, hoodies, t-shirts. Uh, you've got your tank tops, mugs, glasses, 
pint glasses. We got it all. Go check it out. You missed the perfect opportunity for an amazing wine. Oh? Stumble into the fumbling four store. Stumble into the fumbling four store. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, and if you have recommendations for things you want to see in the store, head on over to our Discord and uh, hit us up in the uh, LOZ chat or any of the fumbling four chats for that matter. And just let us know, hey, these are some of the items I'd like to see. And if it's possible, we'll probably drop it. So be on the lookout for that and uh, head on over there. Get some of your own uh, Fumbling 4 merch. So with that being said, I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank our patrons for joining us. You lovely people. Hi. (laughs) Super happy to be here again. And thank you all listeners. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you all for listening to the Legend of Zelda Lorecast tonight. We hope you enjoyed yourselves. If you did, tell a friend, leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. You can chat with us all things Legend of Zelda on the Robots Radio Discord. Or you can get hold of us on our Twitter at LOZ Lorecast. Intro and outro are done by Bentonal Landscape. Links are in the show notes below. Till next time, dear listener, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this.